Live from San Diego, California, we go live to the newsroom with your host for Nick's Nerd. What's up, y'all? A little under the weather today, so I'll get through the show as best I can for you. Make sure to cut out any uh, sneezes, coughs, things like that. How are y'all doing today, though? It's me, your host, Nick, of Nick's Nerd News. I mean, obviously, who would call it something else and then not have a host named... Uh, any, anyway. Anyway. I uh, had a really good, fun weekend. Um, I was in Louisiana for the LSU-Alabama game on Saturday. Uh, I know I don't really talk about sports a lot on this podcast because it's a nerd podcast. But uh, that is an experience that that cannot be repeated. First SEC game, LSU beating Alabama in a game they really shouldn't have won. And B, just like the feeling of that, even though I was rooting for Alabama, uh, just like the crowd and the, the vibes and the energy in the place, it was wild. Like they even registered uh, uh, two earthquakes i should say i mean minor ones but two earthquakes or uh uh, events uh uh, i should say uh at the geology department at lsu from the crowd there was over a hundred thousand people that that was an experience like i said that's an experience that that cannot be repeated and it was amazing and it's something that will stick with me forever but anywho let's uh let's get into what you're all really here for and that's to listen to me prattle on about a various list of subjects and topics that don't always make sense so let's hop right into it today is november 9th me which means halo infinite's winter update which includes a lot including mission replay uh co-op campaign online unfortunately no coach couch co-op forge and things like this are all now available to play on Halo Infinite. New maps, uh, a new free short uh, battle pass, considering uh, uh, Season 2 was extended into March, I think. So, a whole lot of stuff just dropped in Halo Infinite. So that is there now if you want to go play. Uh, We've also learned that Hideo Kojima's next game may have been leaked again. Um, He's not working with the Abandoned Project, which a lot of people thought... Um, which is a Blue Box Game Studios game, uh, which is part of Silent Hill. Uh, but uh, allegedly, uh, this is for per Video Game Central, um, his new game called Overdose has begun to leak online. Uh, Margaret Qualley, who is an actress who is also in Death Stranding, um, there was a video of her character in it. So uh, while this is still a rumor and we don't know what this is or if it's a proof of concept, it could potentially be Kojima's next game. Um, Square Enix has confirmed that work on Final Fantasy 16 is almost done, uh, and they will announce a release date shortly. Uh, and box art has shown that the game is expected to be PlayStation exclusive for at least six months. Um, at least. So that doesn't mean six months after release it will be on Xbox. It's just at least six months, so it could be longer. Uh, a lot of Hideo stuff today. Hideo has confirmed that Death Stranding was not coming 
uh, Death Stranding was not getting a sequel coming to uh, Google Stadia. Um, I guess there was a report. He said it was unfounded. Uh, he was speaking with Jeff Keighley on his uh, Spotify podcast. Uh, Jeff Keighley, of course, is the creator of the Game Awards. Um, but he said, quote, The rumor that Death Stranding, moreover, a sequel was in the works to be an exclusive title for Google is unfounded. And Phil Harrison ultimately rejecting that is quite impossible. I've never once said anything to Phil about wanting to create a Death Stranding sequel. I don't know who pulled this information from where, unquote. So, yeah, uh, you, you didn't miss out on anything. Um, and then final bit of Kojima news here. Apparently every day he is offered uh, ridiculous sums of money to buy out Kojima Productions. Um and the same podcast, he said, quote, we are indies. We have no affiliations whatsoever and are not backed by anyone and are in good terms with everybody in the industry. Every day I'm approached by offers from all over the world to buy our studio. Some of those offers are ridiculously high prices, but it's not that I want money. I want to make what I want to make. That's why I created the studio. So as long as I'm alive, I don't, need, I don't think I'll ever accept those offers, quote unquote. And honestly... That's the best news I've heard all day. A lot of people are like, oh, Xbox should buy Kojima. Sony should buy Kojima. Like, no. Let Hideo do whatever he wants because it will always work out in the end if he just is allowed to stretch his creative genius. Uh, two days ago was N7 Day, uh, the day people uh, celebrate uh, uh, Mass Effect because Shepard is N7, November 7th, N7 Day. Uh, and Bioware teased some concept art showing what looks to be humans or someone rebuilding the, um, what were they called? The Mass Effect relays. Uh, they have a very Turian or human design uh, indicating where the story might go in Mass Effect 5. Uh, Grand Theft Auto 5 has reached 170 million units sold, making it one of the Number one selling games of all time. Um, Red Dead Redemption has hit 70 million, which puts it in the top 10. Um, that's crazy. As a franchise, Grand Theft Auto has sold 385 million units. Uh, and like I said, just uh, 170 million of those are Grand Theft Auto 5. Um, that's crazy. That is crazy. Like I said, that's. Uh, those are two of the top ten selling, most highest selling games of all time. Um, and speaking of Grand Theft Auto and Take Two, the CEO of Take Two uh, was being interviewed uh, and talked about on an earnings call, essentially saying like, "I will take a delay any day over a flop because if a delay means the game will come out better and be good, he's fine with it, right?" We've learned this. We've seen this over many times. Like, it would have been better if some games were delayed, right? Um, obviously, it can't always be the case and everything, but sometimes it is. And obviously, uh, Take-Two is, is willing to delay. We've also learned through an Activision earnings call that there will be a full premium release for Call of Duty in 2023, despite earlier reports. However, we have learned that... Um, it might not be a full game, but potentially a expansion for Modern Warfare 2. Now, obviously, we don't know. This is all hearsay. 
But depending on it, it could be an expansion or it could be a brand new game. Um, Ubisoft has started to cancel pre-orders for their Prince of Persia remake. Uh, they have clarified the game is not canceled. They just are not committing to a release date, indicating that the game will probably be delayed. Um, Matt Booty, who is head of Xbox Studios, um, he's technically number two to Phil Spencer, who's head of Xbox, was on a uh, uh, podcast, um, which is Friends Per Second. Uh, he essentially talked about how they're doing, games coming, um, and uh, he even talked about Perfect Dark, um, saying that the Initiative and Crystal Dynamics efforts are co-development, they're equal partners, so don't read too much into that. Um, quote, it hasn't been so much leadership changes as it has been building a studio. I think one of the most difficult things these last few years has been finalizing a big game on the scale of Halo or Battlefield during the conditions that we've had, unquote. Um, he talked about the, the struggles with COVID. Um, they asked him about Fable and, and other games um, that are coming. Um, but uh, via Polygon, we also learned that Booty is very understanding of what happened with Halo Infinite. Um, and he, while he praises them for getting it done, he knows that the team, quote, fell short. Uh, and they are trying to rectify that, which, again, when they are a little more open and honest, it, it is a little bit better when, when they do that. Uh, Modern Warfare 2 has hit a billion dollars faster than any other game in the franchise, which is crazy to think about. Um, obviously, games cost more money. That's a big part of it. Uh, but it's also obvious that more people are playing Call of Duty uh, than ever before, and Modern Warfare 2 is a big success. Um, speaking of that, over, or Overwatch, uh, uh, Warzone 2 is expected to launch sometime later this month, uh, and with that, regular Warzone will be shut down for about 12 days, uh, including it's already shut down. Uh, while cosmetics will not carry over, there will be in-game rewards for those who played Warzone previously. Netflix has announced they will produce a live-action Gears of War film. Hopefully they get Dave Bautista, who wants to star as Marcus Phoenix. Uh, and they will also create an adult-themed uh, animated show. Um, obviously not for children, which Gears of War isn't really for children. Um... But Netflix has kind of been killing it with video game adaptations lately, so we'll we'll see we'll see how this goes. Uh, Overwatch Two has hit thirty five million players after one month, despite all of its issues, uh, meaning people are still playing and still having fun. Uh, they did announce a new hero. I don't think it's wise to release a new hero when you're having to remove old heroes for bugs, but that's just me. Um. EA has announced that it will be ending the Project Cars game. Uh, that's one game I've, ne I, I've, I've never been more disappointed in a game than the original Project Cars. The game crashed so much. I think it's one of the few games I've ever traded in, which is saying a lot. We've also learned that Nintendo and DNA have created a new partnership. 
Uh, DNA is the team uh, behind big mobile Nintendo hits, uh, including Pokemon Masters. Um, so they, they do have a, a history of working together. Uh, we've learned that they are setting up a new joint venture called Nintendo Systems. Um, they've also made Super Mario Run, Mario Kart Tour, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp, and, and as I stated, Pokemon Masters. Uh, this was announced during their fiscal year ending. Um, it will be used for research and development, quote, as well as operations to strengthen the digitalization of Nintendo's business in addition to the creation of value-added services, quote-unquote. What that means is free-to-play games where they bring in more money. Big shocker. Big shocker. Um, the European Commission has announced that they will be looking into the Xbox Activision acquisition. So essentially they're saying the same thing as the CMA in England. Um, and uh, they said, quote, may reduce competition in the markets, quote unquote. Again, the, I'm not even going deeper into this. Um Microsoft said, oh no, the, the commission said this, quote, in particular, the commission is concerned that by acquiring Activision Blizzard, Microsoft may foreclose access to Activision Blizzard's console and PC video games, especially to high profile and highly successful games such as Call of Duty, ever since officials started looking into the proposed merge, or Call of Duty, quote unquote, despite the fact they've said on numerous occasions, they're not taking Call of Duty off. I, I don't know what else there is to do. Um, it seems they're taking the same line as siding more with uh, uh, with Sony. Um, they think that people are that they'll discourage them to buy non Windows PCs. I, I I don't know, man. It it's it's some bullshit, is what it is. Um. Anyway. We're also learning that a new MMO from NCSoft may be in the works. Uh, and it may be with Sony. And it might be a Horizon Zero Dawn MMO. Um, NCSoft, of course, is most famous for making um, Guild Wars. A very, very popular MMO. So they have the chops to do it. Uh, and we'll see if it actually comes to fruition. Uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons has become the best-selling game in Japan of all time. So Japanese all time, which is crazy. It, it overtook several Pokemon games to achieve the feat. Uh, FIFA has announced what its next games will be after the EA partnership ends. And they're going to be blockchain and web 3.0 based. And that's just disgusting. Um... And then a uh, final bit of uh, gaming news here. We've learned that Lionsgate, the head of Lionsgate Studios, wants to make a AAA John Wick game, um, which I think I would be all for. I think a lot of people would be all for it. Uh, I think that game needs to happen as soon as possible. Uh, that's it for gaming. Um, let's head on over to TV. Several cancellations over at uh, Warner Discovery. Uh, Tuca and Birdie uh, has been canceled at Adult Swim. HBO Max has canceled their Degrassi reboot. And Westworld has been canceled at HBO. Meaning we will not get the fifth and final season 
it will end with season four, which was somewhat of a dud. Um, I guess humanity just ends then, looks like it. Which I'm kind of fine with because I think it would have just turned into garbage. Um, but they have begun production on their new season of, of True Detective called Night Country, which stars Jodie Foster. So I think that's supposed to come out next year. Uh, let's move over to Disney+. Plus. <clears throat> Andor Season 2 is expected to begin filming this month. They will go to Yavin 4 uh, in Season 2. Remember, Season 1 was spread out over like a year. Season 2 uh, will take place. Several arcs will... To, one arc will be one year, another arc will be another year, so on and so on, bringing you right up to Rogue One, essentially. Uh, there are rumors swirling that the Vision Quest show that we talked about last week um, may see the return of Wanda to the MCU as well, but nothing confirmed on that yet. Star Wars The Acolyte has begun filming, uh, and its full cast list announced. Uh, it takes place... At the end of the High Republic, um, and it will star. Uh, hold on, let me pull up the list here of the cast. Uh, Amanda Amanda Stenberg, Lee Jung Jae, who's from Squid Game, Manny Jacinto, <clears throat> Daphne Keen, who was in Logan, Jodie Turner Smith, Rebecca Henderson, Carrie Ann Moss of of The Matrix, Dean Charles Chapman. And Charlie Barnett. That will be the full cast of the Acolyte. Uh, Dean Charles Chapman. Why do I recognize his name? Let me look. Um, hold on, checking on something here. Oh, he played Tommen in the sixth and seventh season of Game of Thrones. That makes sense. Um, okay. So, let's... Uh, Let's move on here. Uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda will be playing the god Hermes in the Percy and the Jackson TV show. Uh, Disney Plus reaches 164 million subscribers, which is wild. And then we're learning that they may be working on an Indiana Jones show for Disney Plus. Uh, this is per variety. They're actively looking. Uh, no word yet on if it will star Harrison Ford or focus on a younger version. Uh, it's in early development. Nothing is attached. No one is attached. So obviously it's, it's we don't know. Um, but they are looking deep into it to see um, what, what will happen. And remember, the fifth Indiana Jones film releases in 2023. Uh, before we move on to movies, I just wanted to talk about today's Andor episode. There's only two episodes left after today. <clears throat> episode 10 finally features the jailbreak that we've been hinting at for the last few episodes, and it's great. Uh, the whole prison works together, obviously learning that they'll never get out of there. Uh, we also knew deep down that Cassian was not going to be in the prison forever, hence his appearance in Rogue One. Uh, Andy Serkis' character really shines in this episode, though, more than anything. Uh, and it really, really builds on that, <clears throat> that idea of rebellion and hope and everything like that. And that's why it's honestly the best episode of Andor so far, other than the episode where they complete the heist on Aldani. Um, but if you're not watching Andor, you, you should, because it's amazing. Uh, moving over to movies. Uh, Toho announced a new Japan film 
uh, a new Japan, a new Japanese Godzilla film set for next year. Uh, no word on if it will be a new film uh, or if it will be a direct sequel to 2016's Shin Godzilla. Remember that Japanese Toho films take place in a different continuity from Legendary's films that started in 2014. Uh, we've got a lot of news out of Warner Brothers and, and James Gunn and everything like this. Um, James Gunn uh, essentially confirmed that <clears throat> uh, DC is focused on what he calls, quote, the biggest story ever told, unquote. Um, and uh, he saw a lot of tweets about Save the Legends of Tomorrow, release the air cut, um, and responded, essentially quote, said, quote, opened up Twitter at the end of a long creative weekend to see many tweets to Save Legends of Tomorrow and release the air cut, and fan support for other DC projects over the years. The majority of these requests were enthusiastic and respectful. As the new and first ever CEOs of DC Studios, Pete, Peter and I think it's important we acknowledge you, the fans, and let you know we hear your different desires for Pathways Forward for DC. Although our ability to interact on Twitter has been lessened due to the workload of our new positions, we are listening and open to everything we embark on this journey, and will continue to do so for the next few years. But all our initial focus is on the story going forward, hammering out the new DCU, and telling biggest story ever told across multiple films, television shows, and animated projects. We invite all of you to the DC fandoms from across the multiverse and everyone as else as well into this new universe. We can't wait to reveal more. Quote, unquote. Uh, that was all on Twitter. I appreciate that a lot <coughs> because, well, A, he's just doing fan service. I know he means well, and I think, again, he will be the best thing for DC moving forward. Um, uh, Jason Momoa has said that now with James Gunn at the helm, he may get to um, participate in his dreams. One of his dreams will come true. Um, he was speaking with Can ET Canada via Variety. He said, quote, I think with Peter Safran and Mr. Gunn at the helm now at DC, I'm very excited about that. There's a lot of cool things going to be coming up, and one of my dreams come true will be happening under their watch, so stay tuned, quote, unquote. Um, a lot of people think that uh, so Jason Momoa loves the character of Lobo. Um, obviously, he's Aquaman, right? But I would honestly take a recast of Aquaman if Jason Momoa gets to play Lobo, because I think that would be one of the best casting decisions in history. Um, and then David Zaslav, the head of, of uh, Warner Brothers Discovery, said that... Uh, Quote, they have a powerful vision and blueprint that will drive a more unified, creative approach. Quote, unquote. So, I don't like anything he says. Uh, I mean, he even was defending all the cuts they made, despite the fact that they ended up losing $2.3 billion. Uh, there might be a price hike coming for HBO Max. Um, he said, quote, spending money with abandon all in the service of building sub-numbers is, in our view, deeply flawed. Uh, quote-unquote, which is kind of what Disney does. Um, he said, quote, we've lessened what, we've learned what doesn't work, getting the content that isn't working off, quote-unquote, which, I mean, I, I don't, <clears throat> I don't understand that, that don't take things off that aren't working. Um, and also in regards to direct-to-streaming movies, he said, quote, do almost nothing, unquote, for viewership or retention numbers. 
Um, he said, quote, the audience will tell you what they love. They'll spend time with it and they'll watch it and rewatch it. We're trying to deli be deliberate about the shows that are helping us, quote unquote. So honestly, this dude's a moron. I get it. He ran Discovery for a long time, but you know, they just pump out reality TV. Uh, meanwhile, he also followed up saying that they're going to be focusing on franchises moving forward. Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, which they still have the film rights to, DC and things like this. He said more Harry Potter films if, if J.K. Rowling's on board. So, I, I don't know. Hollywood is slowly dying. Uh, not as many in indie films are being made by the bigger studios. Well, they're not indie films, but not as many... Um, Risk risky projects are being made. Obviously, they're still trying to recoup from 2020 and 21. But I don't know how I feel about that. Um, and speaking of that, don't expect Quentin Tarantino to, to direct a DC or MCU movie anytime soon. Um, he was speaking with, uh, with the Los Angeles Times um, about his new book, which he wrote. And uh, in regards to the big comic book movies, he said, quote, you have to be a hired hand to do those things. I'm not a hired hand. I'm not looking for a job. <clears throat> quote, unquote. So it's, uh, he went on to say then, quote, 60s anti-establishment auteurs rejoiced when studio musical adaptations fell out of favor. Today's filmmakers can't wait for the day they can say that about superhero movies, quote, unquote. I don't know about that, man. I think a lot of people like them. I like their definitely not cookie they're not always cookie cutter right um every film can kind of be different <clears throat> especially like the russo brother films they don't necessarily fit superhero to to the t right the the, the falcon and the, or captain america and the winter soldier is like a, a political thriller film right and and, and the, there's things that that work there's things that don't, but I, I think Quentin is being a little too harsh, just like Scorsese was in the past and things like this. So ultimately, we'll see what happens as the world moves forward. Uh, James Cameron has reiterated that maybe Avatar 4 or 5 won't happen, <clears throat> and it all is predicated on the box office returns of both Avatar 2 and 3, which goes against his previous statements like, I'm making five avatars. Obviously, that's not what he sounds like, but the gist of it, right? Honestly, though, it's probably a good thing because I think if we got that many people would definitely sour on it because it's been so long since the first. Um, but who knows? Uh, Daniel Kaluuya has been cast in Into the Spider-Verse sequel as Spider-Punk. Sean Levy, who's directing the upcoming Deadpool 3, may be in talks with Lucasfilm to helm a Star Wars film. Uh, the the uh, John Wick spinoff Ballerina has cast Ian McShane returning as Winston, uh, and there are talks that Keanu may join the film as well. Uh, and then I wanted to talk real quick <clears throat> before I talk about Weird, the Weird Al Yankovic story. Uh, Spielberg, Steven Spielberg, the goat, the king, was speaking with the New York Times and Variety, about making movies during the pandemic. Uh, he quote-unquote said, <clears throat> filmmakers were thrown under the bus by streaming services. Um, he, he went on to say that, quote, the magic of being in a social situation with a bunch of strangers is a tonic. 
uh, quote unquote, and also said, quote, the pandemic created an opportunity for streaming platforms to raise their subscriptions to record-breaking levels and also throw some of my best filmmaker friends under the bus as their movies were unceremoniously not given theatrical releases. They were paid off and the films were suddenly relegated to, in this case, HBO Max. The case I'm talking about and then everything started to change, quote-unquote. Um, he also said... Um, trying to figure that out in terms of what movies that people are trying to watch. Um, <clears throat> but I'm not sure which movie he's talking about. But I get it, right? I mean, a lot of directors didn't necessarily agree with what happened. Um, they obviously wanted it to be seen on the biggest, brightest, loudest screen possible. You can't always watch movies at home. It's not the same. Um, he's just now a, a, one of many in a string of directors essentially echoing the same thing. Um, but, again, this is Spielberg, and when Spielberg talks, you listen. So hopefully the future is bright for the movie-making business. And uh, before we wrap up today uh, on this short episode, like I said, I'm, I'm under, under the weather, and I'm sure you could tell by my voice. I want to talk about the Weird Al movie, Weird, the Al Yankovic story, which premiered on the Roku channel this past weekend. It was good. Uh, obviously, an entire work of fiction. That almost nothing is based in reality in the film. Uh, but it's funny. Has a lot of great cameos. Has a very fun, interesting story. Um, if you like Weird Al, it's worth watching. If you don't, maybe not. Um, Daniel Radcliffe kills it, though, as, as Weird Al. And uh, so does Evan Rachel Wood as Madonna. So it's definitely a film worth checking out if you're a big Weird Al fan like myself. Um, but if you're not a Weird Al fan, your mileage may vary. But that is it for this week of Nixter News. As always, check out the website where you can find links to our show in all of its streaming platforms, including Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and more, uh, as well as our social media tab, or follow Nixter News on your preferred social media platform of choice. Uh, with that, I will catch you guys on the flip side.